It's the anybody can do this show. Yes. What it do, nephews? It's your boy, neighbor Nick, and welcome to the reunion show for episode eight of the Anybody Can Do the Show. As always, I'm joined by my stallions co-host, Eli, a.k.a. Fancy Bread, and Andrew Feathers. How we doing, boys? Hi, Nick. Doing good. <laughs> hey, Andy. Doing good. <laughs> doing good. Yeah, All right. Um, no need to beat around the bush this week. We have no. a big, huge questionnaire coming in fresh off episode eight. Huge. Uh, we huge. Speaking of huge... That is the amount of increase in responses that we had this week. A 25% increase in response results this week, which Dear is God. absolutely awesome. I don't know if it was the rap or the counter punches last week, but... People are yeah, liking it, man. They're rolling know. in. Got to keep it rolling. They're That's like if there, were, if there were 100 people responding, we got another 25 people. Yeah. That's what 25% would be like. Not only does he write poems, folks, he's also an elite math guy, apparently. <laughs> All right, so let's start off with New Kid on the Block. New Kid on the Block this week is Mama Cell. Shout out Mama Cell. Mama Cell, one thing, though... Uh, only filled out half the questionnaire. We love your response. We want to see all your responses, though. So mm -hmm. only takes about an average of, what did you say, 4.9 minutes, Eli? Yeah, 0. 0.9. 4.9. 4.9 minutes to uh, <laughs> fill out the, thing, this, yeah. the questionnaire. And uh, so five minutes of your life. Uh, just fill out everything for us. Let's jump right in. The big one. The one this everybody's been waiting for. This is huge. The Asterix. results of the wrap-off. So the winner with 50% of the vote is Andy Feather. Hey, there it is. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's fantastic. Dun, 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 yeah, we'll dun, play dun, the music. Dun, we'll cue the music. Go dun, ahead. Dun, you, get yeah, you get a little dun, victory dun, lap. Dun, Go ahead. Rapper yeah. of the week. Look, I'm, there's not really much I was going to say. It's just a matter of you need to write lyrics that and verses that people are going to relate to. People just related to my lyrics, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of came in with the fact that a lot more people probably follow uh, Nicki Minaj than they do all the Griselda guys, so that's that's where I've kind of laid <laughs> So you think you're saying your audience related to uh, their dicks not working? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no. I mean, I think they... Because that was your lyrics. Uh, well, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is what I was suggesting. So you just roasted <laughs> your entire fan base. No, well, no, no. I was just uh -oh. I was just trying to come up with a reason. That wouldn't be the reason I won. Well, MTW Manners <laughs> had something to say. Yeah, so MTW Manners, Andy came in there like Mike Tyson with his fastest one knock one knockout back in round one. one round one knockout back in July nineteen eighty six. Much respect, Mr. Feathers. Do you respect me? Respected that? I I I've never respected any anybody's respect more than than in this particular instance. And uh, you know, Mr. Magic Turbo the Worm. Is I mean he's yeah we missed Worm last week great to see yeah. him back yeah this week. it's good great to, have to see him back, back. He is, he's he's yeah. one of our best he's one of our best yeah. listeners before we get uh, well we I, I guess we already approval. had the celebration but uh, I should mention that there's an investigation pending on the votes for also. the for the rap contest well mm. this week we did receive a big increase in the number of survey responders but. There were a few fishy ones out there. Um, <laughs> this is such I don't like where this is Listen, going. Listen, well, uh, neighbor Nick had a couple uh, survey votes. He had votes for him right, so three. under no name and no other questions filled out. I just want to make something clear. Andy before. had 
a couple. No, well. wait, don't say a couple. Let's give him the real one. Yeah, and let's one. give him the real numbers. Somebody just he had one inauthentic tuned vote. in and voted for me. I don't know who it was. And Nick had to. Are you calling? Are you claiming that I went in there and placed two votes for myself? I'm just saying. I didn't say that at all. Confuse drops a third one in for me. Somebody did it in 18 seconds. That's how fast they did it. For Nick. That's that's too fast. You know how fast they would have to do that? Yeah, I mean I have a lot of that friends mean whose attention to, spans a lot shorter than that. So. You would open it up, you would you couldn't even read all the questions that fast. I think what's I think ultimately what's yours was like fifty this. seconds though. So if at you're least compelled I'm, yeah, to they, vote for the They rap. went in to vote for Nick and then were like, no, no, I can't. I just can't do it. They <laughs> deliberated. They de- it would have taken 20 seconds. They deliberated for an extra well, 30. Well, I know you he had decided defe- on me. Somebody defected <laughs> on yeah, his own. Uh, right. yeah. Maybe he defected on his own vote. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he you know what? I can't do it for himself. You guys I can't do it. It has to off, be. Man. Like, I, <laughs> well, I regardless, my point was that all my votes were from listeners that we get. Week in and week out. So, Andy, so one I have thing. A completely legitimate base. One thing we should point out for this is Eli is also the only one who controls the passwords to the SurveyMonkey mm-hmm. account. That's that not is true. true. He has it on his computer. No, I don't. You changed them. Big oh, Jake 8, folks, plot. if you want to log in. I just told oh, everyone oh, the pass. Yeah, yes. We're gonna now, we gotta, that, now he has to change right, the passwords let's again. On, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, there's one more. Mike Honcho is the only person I've ever That's my name. boy. I, I know Mike, Hon- like okay. Mike Honcho. Been bit- we were biting ankles together, me um, and Mike Honcho. Uh, me and Mr. Magic Turbo the Worm, that's, that's we're the dynamic duo now. I love it. Yeah, I mean, all right. Well, it. let's move on. Eli with his bullshit conspiracy right. tinfoil hat theories. Uh... Fuck. It, moving on. Favorite segment of the week. Another win for the boy Andy Feathers. Coming in at 60% for the poetry readings last week. Eli coming in at 30%. Maybe he's right. For honestly. Eli explains. He must be right. Like the f- all, all our listeners must just have dick problems. <laughs> 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 or he's well, the no, one changing I, the survey yeah. monkey password. I also had a midlife crisis mid-verse, you know, and I think in quarantine, that's, you know, people are, people are going back and forth. And Eli, all joking aside, we were saying his intro came in, he had the comedic intro, and oh we were all saying, God, yeah. Just the, the Nicki the Minaj stand. fans. The Nicki Minaj fans were loving that intro. Lower so the mic stand. Yeah. <laughs> please, please, <laughs> I'm short. Everyone make fun of me. <laughs> All right. but uh, So let's move on to our next question. And let's keep the theme of Andy Feathers rolling here. So, Andy, mm. we asked everybody this week who filled out a questionnaire to give you a prompt to write a poem on. I love this. So let's go through these, and we'll see if any of these stick with you, and maybe we'll see some of these poems in the future. So the first one Take comes it. from, excuse me. Glatzy, which I think is a new kid on the block as well. John Albrecht out of Daylong. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Next Johnny Jerns are one of our one of our good oh, friends that's of the Johnny show. Johnny Jerns. Yeah, Johnny Jerns is John Albrecht. I'm revealing it now. Isn't that funny how uh, you uh, just don't know some of your friends' like full names? I always think that's funny, <laughs> yeah, but yes. whatever. All right, uh, Maria, your most recent crazy life event. Uh, yeah, I love that. I uh, love that. That's probably already. I'll do it. I'll do another one. My most recent. So something from today. Uh, Jean Jacket Joe, although you added a poem this week, I like the shorter poem, so just kind of a little uh, shout out. That's my man. Okay, we're, we're compromising. Yep, we're yep. meeting, yeah, finding middle ground, mm-hmm. me and Jean Jacket. Uh, Eli's number one res- uh, listener, Poopstain. Circumcision, <laughs> prostate massage, and cereal brands. <laughs> All of which you know a lot about. <laughs> yeah, a, smor- a smattering of topics. Yeah. Uh, whoa, wait, what? What's that sound? Uh, uh. Uh. There it is. I think I like it. If you don't know by now, that sound right there is the response of the week. So big shout out to Jack uh, for the response of the week this week. 
Uh, her response here, Andy, when asked for the question a about prompt. the prompt was yes. lost connections. Make each line about different people you have met but lost contact with over the years. I love that. I love that. Too. I love that. And thank God it's not Jack. Because, uh, you know, if, if it, I had lost contact with her, then we wouldn't have gotten a response. So that's good. Amen. Shout out. Oh, so uh, we'll be looking response. out for yeah, Jack's intro on Wednesday um, for uh, getting response of the week on this show. And so we'll reach out to her. So look for her to start out a Wednesday show. Um, and then this comes from responder Nick's neighbor. And he wants to hear about Andy's version of the road not taken by Robert Frost with Andy taking the other road in his experience. So, <laughs> a little deep there. Wow. So I take... I take the road that everyone takes, I guess, in this version of the <laughs> The poem. overly traveled road. Yeah. Do you know, the, are you familiar with the road not taken? Yes, yes. I don't have it memorized, but... Uh, well, I'm yeah. saying, though, is it, like, you? what's the, give us, can you break it down quick, just the overall idea? Yeah, yeah, quick. I mean, it's, a, it's more or less about, it's about doing the things that you're passionate about. It's sort of like the theme of the Anybody Can Do This show to some degree. Cool. You know, it's a, it would be a good poem to found our, you know, our mission statement on. So great. shout out Nick's neighbor for a great response. Yeah, good. All right, so that wraps up the prompts that we had coming to Andy this week. Next question we had was, do you know anybody personally similar to who Eli was talking about on TikTok last week? So uh, just a little refresher. Yeah, we had yeah. uh, the, the what do we call him, the, the Rico Suave teacher. What Jason we, Capital. Jason Capital. the guy's Capital. name I found it. You got to look him up on the internet anywhere. Absolute He's squid. got a great look. Oh, man. <laughs> Top-notch hair. You just got to look him up. Jason <laughs> yeah. Capital. All right. So first one comes from John Wong. Yes, my friend who matched with bots on Tinder, desperate <laughs> for love, would wear a fedora on the first date. Yikes. Fedora on <laughs> Sounds the first Sounds pretty date. spot first on date, there. Yeah. My man rambling yoke came in. Uh, you ever watched the pickup artist on VHS back in 07? Shout out to Mystery, one of the legends of the get and puss business model, and the movie <laughs> Magnolia, where Tom Cruise plays a pickup guru who gives motivational speeches. Wow. I haven't I, seen either of those. My uh, roommate, Mongo, was just watching Magnolia uh, in the living room. I should have stayed up and watched it with yeah. him so I could have gotten that reference. But I, it's a great movie. It's th I think it's like three hours long. But uh, you, got, you guys also should look up Mystery from the pickup artist on VH1. Yeah. Phenomenal. He's just a hilarious character. Almost like worse than Jason Capital. Mm -hmm. Worse than Jason Capital. I was watching pickup artists uh, on YouTube. Just absolutely. Just in a travesty. Unbelievable. It's a travesty. <laughs> Unbelievable. But Jake from State Farm came in with uh, a lot of people skipped this question. They didn't really have know anybody from, uh, you know, that I was describing in the. That's good. In the segment. That's good. Yeah, which is good. Somebody yeah. said, like, sorry, I don't surround myself with suck bags. <laughs> <laughs> suck. We yeah. got suck bags. We had olds last week. Right, suck yeah. bags. Jargon great. Great. But Jake from State Farm broke it down. It's a little bit long, but it's spot on. So I think I'm it's important. Just, I'm just going to go through it. He said, yes, I lived with one for a few months, and everything Eli said was true. When I first moved to Boston, I lived with another subletter. I didn't choose the guy for the summer who took one of those classes and even had this guy support him in field. He picked up girls after doing it, but was very insecure and got rejected more times than he'd like to admit. His standard, standards were very low and got many numbers. I doubt any of those girls ever called him back. He would never tell us. He only <laughs> talked up his successes. We did meet a few girls, a few of the girls he picked up. The common thread was that they were even more insecure than he was. Mm -hmm. His claim to fame was when he picked up a girl off the street, chatted up for a whole day, and hooked up with her that night. 
for context, he lived in a tiny room that had enough room for a twin mattress, which he needed to move in order to open up his dressing. <laughs> we learned later that the girl had just moved from another country and didn't know what anyone said and, didn't spoke, oh and spoke broken God. English. Dear when God. I asked him to explain his rationale behind what he was doing, he was, said he was trying to become a pickup artist. He tried to explain his methods one night. It, quote unquote, you have to have an abundance mentality, and every no just leads to a yes somewhere down the line. I have success because I put everything into talking to these girls. I give them a hundred percent of my attention and make them feel like our conversation is the only thing in the world that matters. After talking and making connection, it just gets more physical from there, and she'll show interest by touching my arm. Then I'll grab her hand and lead her out of the club and bounce <laughs> from place to place until she asks to go back to my place. This guy spoke. Like there, end quote. This guy spoke like there was a formula, and if he followed it, he could get any girl, and he did. They were all just solid three and a half and six. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of that whole comment is the second sentence where he's like, "When I first moved to Boston, he goes, I didn't choose this guy to live with. Trust me. Like he doesn't even want to be thought for a second that he associated with this cat and on purpose. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's it. Needed red because that's exactly kind of what I was saying. Yeah, I mean Jack with a great response for response of the week, but Jake from State Farm with maybe the strongest second place contender. Of all yeah, time. that's of the all strongest time. second place. Oh contender man, yeah, yeah. Jake. Uh, any more stories? about your uh, loser roommate or subletter roommate, please send them in. Send them on the way. All right, so next question we had for everybody. Would you eat at a restaurant whose menu was curated by yours truly, your boy, neighbor Nick? So uh, 60% of the responses coming in with a yes. So another victory. All I do is win, win, win. Uh, Victory for neighbor Nick's restaurant and just stay on brand, baby. Way to be one One and two. Your own question. One and two. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if I'm one and two, I'm betting 500 in the baseball hall of fame. That's true. I'm literally the greatest player of all time. (laughs) That's true. Literally. Uh, What about Andy? He's two and one. Right, yeah, right. I'm not a, he's I the math the guy, not me. I make the decisions about <laughs> yeah. you guys. He sends me my letter. Yeah, like, yeah. Right. exactly. <laughs> All right, um, but we did have, obviously, as we usually do, some negative comments when talking about uh, something running around neighbor Nick in his restaurant, or his food tastes, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, first one coming in from Top Shelf Tom. If, in terms of him coming to the restaurant, absolutely not. Permanis fan, question mark. Beat on fish fries without trying. Sheets over Wawa. Beat on marshmallow Cheerios. Shout out Rice Krispie Treat cereal. It's going to be a no for me, dog. Randy Jackson voice. So, again, I guess <laughs> it's going to be a no for me, dog. Two points here. It's going to be a no for me, dog. One, I never thought that a fish fry take would get this many people hot and bothered. Not that I'm ever backing down for hot it, but, but I never said I haven't been to a fish fry. Like, I have been to fish fries, and that's why I don't like them. Right, right. It was just, I guess, without recent tries. You said, right. yeah. Without you said two, two to three, three years. years. Of yeah, trying. but uh, again, that's not, that's a lot different than never going. So, like, I have been. Like, that's but. true. What if you went to 16 years of fish fries, and then were just like, I can't do it. I can't yeah, do like, it anymore. Yeah, like, would people. And then had that take three years after that decision. Is that what happened, Nick? No, I. I oh, oh, that was oh. your biggest chance ever <laughs> to just wash it away. <laughs> Andy basically was like baptizing you for you a didn't fresh let me life. You just a didn't fresh let me take finish. life. You didn't let me finish. Right, I ahead, did not ahead. grow up in a church where fish fries was a thing. When I got into like a bigger network, when you're just not hanging around with kids who are just living near you or whatever, I started banging fish fries probably around ninth grade. I would say I ripped fish fries okay. ninth grade to 23. All right, I think that's a solid fish fry run. That's, I'm not saying I went to one every year. That's a year. good run. Yeah. That's a saying, solid but, run. Yeah, again, but again, I, people... If you are this mad about fish fries, 
It's because you know I'm right. Well, Carol Baskin's um, Carol Baskin also chimed in with that as well. Uh, the Permanis over fish fries take will always stay with me, and because of that, probs not. All right, Carol Baskin, fair enough. Uh, Chartier's Crick Boy coming in with a fuck no, <laughs> and uh, EAC <laughs> coming no. in. Shout out to homie EAC. Not only would I patron it. Dot 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 dot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Angus, Angus is he's good. he's a wild card. He's real he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like him. He's yeah, about, I love yeah. having him. Involved. We value. Not him. only would I patron it. <laughs> I that's what it hit me like <laughs> that. Like, I was like, what? Is, what's he even? Where does it go from there? And I, always, <laughs> I loved it though. Right, made me yeah. When you first read it, I heard like the beep boop 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 beep boop sound that yeah. we do like <laughs> at the end of the segment, like in my head. Um, all right, and then uh, last question we had on the questionnaire. How was this week's episode sound quality compared to last? Which is great for us to see. 60% of people said it was better. 40% of people said it was the same. 0% said it was worse. So Good. E, shout out to you. You really took the reins on kind of uh, getting the sound to the next level. So people really seeing it. Yeah, we got a better computer. Yeah. Yeah. It was a team effort. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a team effort plugging the USB in from yeah. one to the other. Yeah. Yeah. Here, take the USB. I'll unplug it. You pass it to Eli. Eli, you plug it in. Teamwork take makes the, the dream work. Eli, you plug it in and take the credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm a good coach. What can I yeah, say? Nice. All right, fellas. So that wraps up the questionnaires for episode eight. Uh... Right now, we are going to jump into our brand new segment of Counterpunch. Counterpunch, exactly. So if you didn't join us for last week's reunion episode, uh, Counterpunches is if you listen to something on Wednesday's episode, even Monday's episode, I guess, you're really feeling some type of way. You hate Andy's poems. You love Eli's raps. You want to come to my restaurant, or you don't. I really don't care because I'm still going to open it. You can record your little self on a voice memo, send it into our email address, Eli, which is the... A C D T show at gmail.com. Beautiful. T H E A C D T S H O W. We go through all those at on gmail. Sundays right at before gmail. we record. We pick the top two or three, four, whatever really stands out, and then we will crown a winner each mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. All right. So without any further ado, I think the first counter punch Eli comes from EAC. Ooh. EAC, there he is. Back in it. Yeah, I, love I love it. it. So two so weeks in a row. Let's see what the boy had. That is so good. What's up, boys? It's 5 o'clock on the dot. Just over here eating a bowl of Lucky Charms with marshmallows for dinner. Just wanted to give you a shout-out. And just say that any, any and every reasonable person consumes dinner at 5 o'clock and no later. And if a person doesn't, then they truly have never played any type of competitive athletics growing up or to this day there's a hair on my tongue neighbor nick you should know you put it there that is all eac (laughs) oh man okay god damn that's good (laughs) hair on my tongue what what was the the (laughs) what is that from what is that reference i have no idea hair on my tongue oh it's crazy joe davola Crazy Joe Devola from Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 when he's leaving the voicemail. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yo, Man, shout out EAC. He why he's was on he, fire. Why was he so out of breath? Cause, well, because the Lucky Charms, the marshmallows, they, uh, I don't know, they, I have uh, trouble they what, breathing. They what? Yeah, they, they I have trouble stink breathing and they make your mouth cereals. unable to breathe. I got to say, 
I never answered the beat or beat the sheiks on dinner, but <laughs> I, I was five o'clock dinner all my life. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Because yeah, I never you subscribe play sports, to it. Like, you have to go to practice, or you have games at 7, you eat at 5. Mm-hmm. My family was always on the opposite. A little snack, fend for yourself before the game, eat after. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll sit down with the you fam at 5 o'clock. You still eat dinner at 5 o'clock? More nights than not? No, nah, I'd say I'm more around 6 now. So, But I stay up later. You know, the sit-down so dinner with a group. But I would not. Ne- well, you so, guys are saying, like, it's you're a cretin if you eat before 6. Like, I think it's completely normal. 5 is cool. <laughs> I hated eating at five. I never subscribed to it. I did it my whole life. I, I, but I always said, Mom, this is not dinner time. I just want you to know that. I don't believe this. We're not going down this road again with Andy and mealtimes. We already saw you struggle with that once. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The family meal, though, that's another thing we could talk about, but maybe some other time. And he, I liked, he was eating the Lucky Charms. Yeah, mm-hmm. shout mm-hmm. him out. All right, so. Uh, Seinfeld reference. We have, one, uh, we have one from Scotty Spliff in here. Yep. And then the last one's on Beat or Beat Those Cheeks. It was a take for B to beat those cheeks. Perfect. So. So let's go. This is Scotty Spliffin. Right here. Hey, uh, ACDT boys. This is uh, Scotty Spliffin. And uh, I'm sorry on the late entry. Um, I had planned for Saturday night late. I was going to uh, have a few mics hards and lay down a little rap this on Top Shelf. But I uh, had a few too many and forgot. So uh, I just wanted to say, I guess... Uh, top shelf uh it was kind of disrespectful what you said about me and uh i just i just said i didn't like the playlist that much um but you know i guess if i have to be the beta in this situation uh just bookmark scotty's Plifford as the beta so uh acdt boys uh love you guys keep doing what you do and uh i'll bring a little more heat next time i talk about shit all right thanks guys all right, since Scotty Spliffin uh, is clearly a squid, uh, it looks like yeah. uh, EAC dork. with a victory. Is that two in a row? Is that two victories in a row for mm-hmm. EAC? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. He's just going to hold this down for a yeah, while. Yeah, I mean, somebody got to come come for that spot. So shout out EAC, first two-time winner of anybody can do this counterpunch. Yeah, I mean, Scotty Spliffin, he, he really did not... Uh he didn't. He didn't have much to compete with yeah. uh, EAC there. But no, uh, I'm definitely beat EAC on Scotty Spliffin after that. Yeah, that was Perfect bad. segue by me. So let's wrap up this show <laughs> right here with another installment of <laughs> listener involved. Beat or beat those cheeks. So if you're not familiar, Saturday mornings around 11 a.m. noon, we post three or four things on our Instagram story for beat or beat those cheeks. If you're not familiar with that. It's a couple things that we throw out. If we don't like them, if they're whack, them things is beat. If we like them, if they're nice, if it feels so good, we're beating those cheeks. All right? So this week, as a little callback to episode eight, we had beat or beat those cheeks. Brunch can only take place on the weekends. So 65% of our listeners were beating those cheeks. I actually thought it would be higher. Higher, yeah. I mean, I know I beat those cheeks. Because yeah, I, mean, I consider I myself a listener, too, sometimes. Um, <laughs> Great endorsement for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I think that take was so good when you said it in the moment. Like, we were all just, like, instant. Everybody, like, yeah, yeah it, it was, was just, instant. It, pretty mean, unanimous. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. beating those cheeks. Uh, I guess brunch, though, I do think brunch has almost been redefined to drinking. As well. Yeah. Well, I would challenge that 35%. Morning drinking. Yeah, morning mimosa. And bottomless mimosa type. Yeah, just mimosa. That's brunch. You know, brunch isn't eating a late breakfast. This is probably going to get... With your family. You're right. 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 It's not brunch anymore. Bloody Mary's quick. Let's do a quick side beat or beat those cheeks. No no response needed. Go. Beat. Beating those cheeks. 
beat so beat. All right. Um, so the second one that we had for listener involved, beat or beat those cheeks was. Boo this is people. submitted. This is submitted. And I got to say this again. I want to say it again and again and again. If you get in an argument in your everyday life, send us your beef and we'll put it on beat or beat those cheeks. And then you can say to the person, look, hundreds of people voted on this. Yeah, we'll cook your beef. Yeah. We will cook your we'll beef. Grill your beef. Yeah, we I will like grill that. that shit up. Marinate so use it. this. Uh, and we would prefer if you would send a voice memo. It's super simple. You just record it in your phone, send it over our way. Very simple. This is more uh, intimate that way too. We get to hear your voice. Mm-hmm. It's great. So this one came from DJ Danny Dabs, and here it is. Ooh. Okay, so my question is: Is booing someone childish or hilarious? Um, so outside the arena of sports, where you know booing is obviously very primal and barbaric, should we be able to boo people? <laughs> In our daily life, I mean, you're trying to hit on a girl at the bar and, you know, you say, hey, you want to get out of here? You want to go hang out at my house or go to a different bar? Can I get your number? And she obviously shoots me down. I think it's my right to boo her. I think I should be able to sit right next to her at the bar stool in front of everyone. Boo! Boo! I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is childish, but I think it's hilarious. Your boss tells you to stay late. Boo! Basically, anytime someone gives you bad news, I think you should be able to respond um, with a boo. And I think it's better when there's a lot of people involved and uh, the whole group, the whole mass of people, um, boo someone. I think uh, it's something we need to bring back. Potentially genius innovation right there. So, uh, Eli, I'll let you start. Beat or beat those cheeks on that idea of... Boo to the face? I guess incorporating well, to the yeah. face. We had a gen- well general booing got eighty percent beating those cheeks. Yep. So it seems like DJ Danny Dabs. I think people would be down for the booze in the face. Yeah, I my my thing is I I'm like down. it. I where he was losing me, and I think we can tweak this a little bit so that the girl shoots you down in the bar, right? Yeah, I think he could you, get booed there. That so we need to encourage the people around him who are watching him spit his game. Yep, they now get to decide who they're booing. They either boo him for his attempt, like, dude, why'd you even think you were getting this number? Or they boo her. It's like, come on, he he was he this guy he he cleans up pretty good. He seems like a nice chap, and you're not like we yeah. need to have like a jury of booers, like a non nonpartisan booers. But again, like ah uh, nonpartisan nonpartisan booers. booers. Oh, yeah, right. that's wow. important. That's like, that is important. So we need to kind of get people thinking. About about, all right, because like everybody's eavesdropping at the bars. Like, this is where this would be like a big thing, right? So, you're obviously hearing everybody else's conversation. That's when you just imagine if you were drinking, you were eavesdropping on this conversation, you heard something, you could just turn on a dime and just boo someone right in their mm. face. Mm. That would feel amazing just to get a nice, strong, nonpartisan boo out. Yeah, nonpartisan booers sounds like a video to, a yeah. video to me. We could do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. Right. I do think too, uh, better than him booing her after the rejection. He asks for the number, and she just leans in real slow and just hits him with the boom. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> right in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just boos his attempt. You'd be his attempt. Do you think oh that'd be worse God. than getting a drink thrown on you? Just a, just a no, no, no. Yeah. It would make it better because you're like, it's funny. But you're like, oh, now I got she's booed booing right you. Everybody face. else starts catching on. Now they're booing you. You're walking out of a whole bar. Yeah, of people right, booing yeah. you. Like, someone buys you beer. <laughs> I don't know. Now they're booing you. 
I think I would rather get a drink thrown on me because that's like seems a little over the top, you know, and like yeah. people would sympathize me with the, like for me in that way. Right. Yeah. But if you're getting booed, everybody just wants in. Yeah. You know. A lot yeah. Of you're but not that, getting, like, yeah. The- but that is what makes it. I don't know. To me, it's like raise the stakes. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah. Raise the racing. stakes, baby. All right, let's hit the last one. All right. Uh, Drake's new album. Drake's new album. So pretty straightforward. I was surprised on this. 66% of people were beat on this. Um, so I think we ought to talk about this real quick. And then, Andy, I want to address a rather what some could consider salacious claim that you made when we were talking <laughs> I knew, about I this. I knew that was going to come. I'm not saying it's salacious, but let's do real quick. I thought the album, not Drake's best album. I thought that. Not his best. That second song, what's it called? When to Say When. It's got that same sample that uh, Jay-Z used in Song Cry, that second song on the album, that one's fire. Mm-hmm. Like that one's like straight fire. Um, but real quick, Eli, beat or beat. I'm I'm beating the cheeks overall. Uh, I think it's kind of beat, honestly. Fair it enough. was the first few songs had me, and then it just tailed off. I didn't really like the whole second half of it. I basically just had on while I was working, didn't even catch nothing caught my ear. All the singles he dropped off this album were tough like that tootsie mm. slide was yeah tootsie, his, line, tootsie his lines are good though he had some yeah, cool, yeah he always is good and he doesn't try and be lyrics. anything he's not like he knows he's like kind of like some nerd from Canada. he doesn't try and be like this hard but anyway absolutely Andy, real yeah. quick beat or beat those cheeks on the album uh i'm beating those cheeks i'm beating those cheeks by far okay i right. wish he would have re-released views or more life that would have been better so let's get into this this claim <laughs> so when we were talking about what we should throw up on on instagram for beat or beat those cheeks bad. this album came up and you obviously know what I'm talking about. You responded with, hell yeah, I'm in. And then what was your next text? Drake is the Bob Dylan of our generation. So, In terms of productivity. So, uh, elaborate. He's, he's just always putting out, he's always putting out something. He's always developing. What would your response be if I came back with the fact that I think Bob Dylan is grossly overrated? Ooh, I mean, I would say he won a Nobel Prize. Okay. And and didn't did he win a Pulitzer? Bob Dylan's great, man. I know, I know. I <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. he's right, how one about of those this? I've just never gotten into. Let's, I thought the Drake claim was more salacious, but let's maybe solicit I'm... solicit top shelf Tom for a counterpunch next Monday. I love that. I love that. I love actually. that. Bob Dylan counterpunch one minute. The floor is yours. A Bob Dylan Drake playlist maybe too Ooh. would be nice. Ooh, next All playlist right, top from shelf. Top Shelf Tom. That's your homework, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Top Shelf Tom. Little heads up. I saw Bob Dylan in concert about three years ago, and it was one of the worst. Oh yeah. I'll give it of to him. He was, t- but like again, like I don't know. So how many tracks? Sixteen. Uh, top eight. Top eight. Each. Top eight. Top each. Eight each. Yeah. All right. I like it. Sure. Top Shelf Tom. Sure. The challenge is out. Let's see what you got. Eight's the magic number. Boys, that feels like the end of the reunion show for episode eight, unless I'm mistaken. Do we have any final thoughts to wrap up with for the week? No, I think it feels like the definitive end to the reunion show right there, what we were just doing. Thank you for confirming my hosting abilities, which were slightly subpar this episode, but I'll be better on Wednesday, I promise. No, you were good. All right, uh, so with that, I will see you on Wednesday.